Did you know that it's possible to raise your littles to want to listen to you without the use of consequences, rewards, and bribes? Hi, I'm Kaylee Zeyer, and this is the Chaos to Connected podcast, where we discuss simple yet effective parenting strategies to manage those pesky behaviors we go to bed at night hoping will be gone tomorrow. We're going to stand up to societal norms of disconnection, shaming, and punishments so we can take a deeper look into our child's heart. It's there you'll find connection, and there where you'll find more peace, obedience, respect, and joy. So what are you waiting for? We know those behaviors aren't going to go away on their own. Let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome to the Chaos to Connected podcast. Today I wanted to talk about what happens if you, or why it's happening, when your child seems to have more behaviors with you. And just a little backstory. So when my oldest, who's almost six, which seems kind of crazy, was little, you know, even even like approaching one and then one, two, like all through the toddler years, there were times where I wondered, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> because it was like every night after, you know, I got home from work, he was home from daycare, it just felt like he had a lot of behaviors, but to me most specifically. So I was the one who most often picked him up from daycare, brought him home, um, and I would just notice that, you know, maybe he'd be kind of like whiny with me or something, and my husband would come home and be playing with him, and he was fine. But then I enter and he's kind of, you know, starting to be whiny again or exhibiting more behaviors, starting to melt down, that sort of thing. And I just remember thinking, like, what am I doing that is so wrong here? Like, why, why is it always me? What is my problem? And just feeling like so bothered about it. And I really wanted to speak to that today because... I think it's so important for you as a mom or or maybe on you know a dad or a different caretaker to know that if you are experiencing this same thing if your child is frequently coming home from from daycare from school or maybe you stay home with your child and you just recognize your child has more emotional behaviors with you than your husband I just want you to know that it is because you have created emotional safety, not because you've done anything wrong. So when our children, you know, are, especially when they're, you know, in daycare or in school, there are so many things that go on that can cause frustration, that can cause hurts. And oftentimes our children know what type of behavior is expected and they don't fully feel comfortable to just have all of those big feelings in those environments, whether it's because of their teacher or because of the other kids around or they know what's expected of them and they want to try to, you know, hold up to that. And or maybe they've had big feelings at a a time or another and just the response that they've gotten. And so they recognize I need to just keep this close. I need to hold it in 
And then once they come home, they are in their safe environment, they're with their trusted person, and all of those feelings start to flood to the surface. And your child is then starting to offload them. And I always try to remind myself, especially after I learned this and would feel kind of overwhelmed by it, that this is a gift you can give your child for them to be whiny with you, for them to have a meltdown with you, because it means they're getting rid of any of that junk that is built up throughout the day or the week even. And it's allowing their minds to be cleared so that it can be open for taking on more learning, for growing more socially, for paying better attention, for impulse control. It's allowing their brain to free up space to actually use that space for, you know, other things that are more, I don't want to say important, but are more learning-based versus having to use that space to try to contain big feelings. And so if you are in a place where you feel like my child is just constantly coming home to me and just losing it and I don't get it. I've tried all these things. I don't understand what I'm doing wrong. Just remember you weren't doing anything wrong. In fact, I think you're doing a lot of things right because your child is recognizing this is a safe space. This is a safe person. I can be myself fully. I don't have to hide anything. I can show my true colors. I can express what I'm feeling and I don't have to hold it in anymore. And so with that, if you're recognizing it, that would be a good time to incorporate some connection strategy. If your child is really trying to be controlling or kind of melting down and coming out of it that's generally a sign that they need some listening so going into a listening session with them because like I mentioned the more we can let them offload the quicker their behavior or their personality will kind of resume versus having to be so stuck in these deep feelings kind of like if you have a lot of stress and overwhelm and you have a good crying session You come out of it feeling much better, much more clear-headed, but not necessarily having solved anything. And so this is what you are giving your child, the opportunity to do that same thing. And then they're able to move on with the evening. Now, if they're just kind of whiny and maybe you don't feel up for a listening session, try some play or do some special time because that connection will help them that laughter is going to help them process through some of these things and just kind of get them back on track you know allow them to process through some of the feelings and hurts that they have stored up and create that connection with you and then move along because it can continue either if they have not been able to offload any of these things but also if they're feeling disconnected and generally speaking after school is a really big disconnected time or after daycare or whatever it is um, because you have spent time separated or maybe you're a stay-at-home mom and your child was napping. It might seem silly, but that's also a disconnecting time because they're not with you, you know? And so just creating opportunity to connect right then 
Because then usually what happens, whether you stay at home or whether your child is at school or daycare and you're at work, is you come home and it's like, or you're home, wake up from rest time, whatever, and it's a mad dash to tidy up the house, to get supper ready, and all of those things can be disconnecting because we have to focus on another task, right? It's not, it's not a bad thing that we're doing those things, obviously, but if our child is already feeling disconnected and having feelings and then we're doing these other tasks and our child can't get that connection from us because we are focused on other things, that can kind of make this, this struggle, these big feelings last and last. And so if you can just take some time in that time of the day to do a listening session, to incorporate special time, Maybe every day after school, you can do five, 10 minutes of special time. And maybe it's not you and your child alone because maybe you have two or three kids and your husband's not home yet. So maybe you can all play a game together, you know, hide and seek or tag or even, even a board game, just playing something all together, full on engaged, something that will create, you know, connection and laughter and then move on to your other tasks or incorporate them into those other tasks so they're a part of it and can still get some of that connection with you. So just to reiterate, if you have a child that is just struggling with you most specifically, I want you to remember and to remind yourself often, this is because I have created such an environment and a safe space that my child knows I will love them no matter what, no matter how they behave towards me, that I am a trusted parent, a trusted caregiver, a trusted person in their life, that they know that I can take on their feelings, they know that they are safe with me, and that I'm going to love them either way. And just reminding yourself of that in the heat of the moment can be really helpful. Recognizing that it isn't actually about me in the way that you're thinking. It's about you in actually a really good positive way. And this doesn't mean that if your child has more behaviors with you than your husband, that they don't feel safe with your husband. It's just they've recognized that emotionally they feel full on good to have that with you and you're kind of that go-to and it doesn't mean that you're you know they can't go to your husband and they don't feel safe doing that but so often as moms you know it's just kind of the natural role we tend to be more emotionally in tune oftentimes you know we're the ones with them more even if we work outside of the home and so it's very common and so I just want to put your hearts at ease You're not doing anything wrong. In fact, you are doing so many things right. Real quick, before you go, if you felt encouraged and inspired by listening to this show, I'd love for you to leave a rating or review over at Apple Podcasts so we can spread the word to help other mamas feel less alone and find beauty in the behaviors. You can also take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Instagram stories, and tag me, at Kaylee Josire, and we'll all do a little happy dance together. I love nothing more than to cheer you on along this journey. This work is so hard, but don't forget God has not only called you to it, but he has equipped you for it. 
Now go get connected. I'll see you next week.